You tune to Sirius FM 105.7. Hey, Juma Mubarak! Yay! Mufti Prime Smith from the yes, uh, from Scarps Crawl from Cape Town is here with us, and he is giving us a big, big smile, a big hug. Mufti Prime Smith, uh, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, and uh, welcome uh, to your favorite segment. Hey, quick fire Q and A. How are you doing, uh, Mufti Prime Smith? Waalaikum salam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Shahad, you can see I'm smiling in all smiles. You know that alhamdulillah, indeed, a blessed, a wonderful Jumu'ah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless each and every one of our listeners in the entire ummah out there. Jazakumullah khairan. Mufti Sabah, great to have you. And uh, let's go straight to your question. Uh, this question says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Can a person take out a loan uh, to perform qurbani? Our household never performed the qurbani yet. May Allah, Allah make it easy, inshallah. See that when a person wants to perform qurbani, that person needs to have that uh, minimum nisab amount, you know, the amount that is due when a person wants to pay zakat. Uh, taking out a loan for qurbani, that means qurbani is not compulsory upon that person. Yes, it is good if every household can do and perform at least uh, one qurbani, if it is possible, every year also. But you shouldn't put yourself into difficulties by taking out a loan uh, to perform the act of qurbani, because qurbani is not compulsory upon you, G. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, uh, this says, uh, Assalamu alaikum. Would the ridiculous uh, tanazzul cost uh, 34,000 rands? Why doesn't uh, Sahuk subsidize the Hujaj, Mufti? Very, very good question, Shafat. I saw the nuzzle coming in at 33,500, 34,000 rand. So people don't want to buy Makkah. They only want to go and perform Hajj. You know, at that price, you can most probably buy a property at uh, that side. So that is not what people want. Uh, the question is, why don't Sahuk uh, uh, sort of uh, subsidize uh, the Hajj? Uh, now you must remember, in Muslim countries, uh, the Hujaj are being subsidized. In Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, Morocco, and all these other places, most probably these people are subsidized for the Hajj, but we're not in a Muslim country. So it is very good if people decide, especially a body like Saud, that uh, they will subsidize the Hujaj, you know, and then also showing that uh, transparency where are all the funds uh, that has been accumulating in their accounts, where is it uh, spent on, etc. You know, so people should pose this question directly uh, to the Imara, uh, to the executive committee of Sahuk, and sort of encourage them uh, to take some of that money and spend it on uh, those people. Perhaps they did it, we don't know, Shafat. Uh, perhaps there is one or two people that they have sponsored, not that we uh, can confirm that, you know, but uh, it would be something very good. G. Uh, Mufti Saab, is it permissible for someone to supervise the construction of a house for people who took out a riba-based loan from a bank? Good question. It is, it is a good question. I wanted to say now it's a very, very good question. See that your job is permissible. You are in the construction business. You are in the building business. You are the supervisor of that particular business. So your job and your income will be permissible. Where they have sourced the funds from, it has absolutely nothing uh, to do with you. You know, they will be answerable, they will be liable, and they will be responsible for taking out an interest-based uh, loan. If they pay you, that money will be uh, permissible for you, and uh, you can, of course, consume, and you can pay your workers also from that money, G. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Is there an age limit for kids at uh, the masjid? And what can we do to shush them if uh, they're making a noise or uh, 
uh, during the Qutbah. And that's an age-old thing. Children will be children. They will emulate when the Ma- Maulana says, I know, Amin, and the kids will all say, Amin, and they start giggling and all that. I mean, they, they need to be naughty. You can't stop the naughtiness of Mufti Sahib. Yes, naughtiness, everyone is naughty. Rudeness, we don't tolerate Shafat. There's a fine line between naughtiness and rudeness. You see, one thing we must remember, if we start hushing the kids and start uh, playing police and security by the masjid uh, to uh, uh, sort of uh, educate our children in a harsh and abrupt manner, then who's going to fill our places in the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tomorrow? Children don't even want to come to the masjid anymore because uh, the Maulana will twist his ear, this one will pinch him, that one will shout him, you know. So we're losing potential worshippers. What you should do is educate your child, uh, teach him about the adab and etiquettes of uh, respecting the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, imbibing him the fact that he's a guest of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whenever he goes to the house of Allah. In that way, inshallah, you will inculcate the love and the respect that is due to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With love, uh, kindness, and wisdom, we should uh, keep our children in the uh, compound and confines of the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In that way, Shabbat, then we know that tomorrow when we leave this world, there will be people who will fill those spaces and spots in the masjid that will continue uh, performing salah in the house of Allah ji. Mufti is a monkey pox, the new pandemic. By the way, people, there are a lot of baboons there in Cape Town. <laughs> Mufti. Shahwat, <laughs> uh, you know, to be, uh, to be uh, completely honest, you know, that monkey pox has been around for some time. In fact, it is endemic uh, to certain African countries. How it is spread now? to uh, the uh, corners of the globe into certain European countries. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, knows alone. We've read that uh, there's no reason to panic and there's no reason for concern. It is a mild viral infection. But remember, they said that about COVID also in see where we ended up. They said it started from a bat and we all thought we we're going to be turned into Batman. Now uh, it is monkeypox and so soon everyone uh, will be uh, acting like uh, baboons and monkeys and uh, King Kong, etc. You know, so uh, we shouldn't worry about that, inshallah. If Allah has uh, pulled us through this uh, COVID business, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect us through this uh, monkeypox business also, G. You know, Mufti Sahib, I've been thinking, oh, this pox, that pox, and all pox. What about calling it pig pox? So the sales of pig <laughs> will, be, will be taken out for good. And look at how selective they are, Mufti Sahib, in the name that they choose. Call it pig pox. Yes, uh, Shafat, you know, monkeypox, I thought it was a new adjective uh, for uh, the name for, for governments, you know, because they're behaving like uh, uh, like monkeys and really the first time. I, I thought what is happening now that uh, we are halfway, uh, halfway through this business here and here something new is uh, coming along. And uh, we've seen, you know, and then there was, uh, you see, uh, uh, pigpox is just a swine flu. Uh, that was taken already, so they're giving it all these animal names. They want people to behave like like animals, also, you know. So in this case, we won't be monkeys. We haven't been monkeys before. They might believe in the theory of evolution, and their great great grandparents came from uh, monkeys and baboons. But we know that Allah has uh, created us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. G. Ah, there's my world class engineer. They can swine flu was taken already. You're right, Yusuf. But you know, you like swine. Hey, you're swine. But say pig pox. Yeah, they won't use that word, pig. Pig, yeah, is a very, yeah, they make lovely, cozy stories about pig. Allah save us. Assalamu alaikum. Can a female wear leather socks in Haram, Mufti Saab? Yes, it is permissible for a female to wear hoofs, to wear leather socks uh, in Haram. She doesn't have the same restrictions that a male has. Remember, a man cannot wear uh, hoofs uh, in ihram. You have to cut it off by the ankles, etc. No stitch uh, uh, things uh, allowed also. 
for a male, but for a female, she can wear that comfortably. She can wear it also uh, in the Baytullah. Uh, you know, she can wear that during the days of Hajj also, no problem, G. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. I lost my job and received my payout. I have a mum, dad, and family to support. I'm keeping my money in the bank. Now that a year has elapsed, do I pay zakah on the money? And if so, can I give it to my aged parents, Mufti? Yes, you have to first see that uh, what is the current disab. So sometimes it will be closer to 8,000 rand, etc. So if you have more than 8,000 rand, uh, that has uh, been in your position for more than one lunar year. So here we have to calculate the lunar years, not solar years. Then you will have to pay zakat on that wealth. So that will be 2.5% that you have to take out. That is compulsory. That money does not belong to you. That's compulsory charity. You cannot give zakat to your parents. You should give them sadaqah. You should give them and out of love. You should do that. You know, zakat is considered as dirty money and it is a means of purification of your wealth. So you cannot give your parents uh, that money if they are in need and they are not uh, uh, you know people who necessarily beg etc then you should proudly look after your parents Allah will reward you for every rand every cent every dollar that you spend on them G. I mean even if you got British pounds spend it on them people spend it on them good a lot of blessings <laughs> is it permissible to use a tiger at a wedding reception to bring the wedding rings to exchange between the bride and the groom Hey, Sly, Sly Stallone, are you listening? Yes, uh, Mufti Sab. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, tigers, elephants, why don't bring a mouse or a retin or something? You know, why do you want to incorporate <laughs> animals into this, uh, making it the whole animal business and people will be behaving like animals also? Remember that if you uh, uh, want to show uh, name, fame and ostentation on a big stage, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will disgrace you on a big stage also. The whole wedding ring ceremony is absolutely no uh, basis and foundation in Islam that has been imported from Christianity. They have exchanging of vows and rings, etc. There's nothing like that uh, in Islam. If a bride wants to give the groom and a groom wants to give the bride the rings, then do it so privately, you know. That is uh, considered then as a gift. They can do that in their own time. There's no need uh, to show uh, the people uh, Shafat, you know, then bringing uh, a tiger and having the tiger chained, etc. People taking all that Allah must protect us from starting new trends uh, because uh, we are competing with other denominations and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not become happy. We have our own unique uh, aspects of our nikah. You know that the uh, nikah with the least amount of expenses will have the most barakah in that. And that is the promise from Rasulullah sallallahu alaikum mufti. If a food from a restaurant is delivered to someone by mistake, uh, is it permissible to eat... Uh, for him to eat it, <laughs> or oh, what should he do with it? Yeah. <laughs> if he returns you it, should. it will, <laughs> it'll just get, I mean, it's unreal, man. I mean, if, hey, you reckon there's a free chow, man. Come on, Sal. Free <laughs> yes. Mufti. <laughs> Free and free and out. See, it does not belong to you in the first place, so you know it does not belong to you. Secondly, you will have to protect your intestines, your stomach, from eating a single morsel of haram because you will pay for it dearly on the day of Qiyamah. There will be fire in your belly, fire in your tummy. So you will have to return it. You will have to call the number on there. They will have to come and fetch it. You see, you don't have to go through all the difficulties. They made the mistake, so it is their duty to come and uh, take it from you and return it to the original owner. If not so, then uh, if they give you permission then to partake from me, then you can eat from me, G. Alhamdulillah, Mufti Sahib, I was told I can enter Al-Aqsa 
compound in my menses. Is uh, this correct? Al-Aqsa compound is a very, very huge uh, compound. You know, over 100,000 uh, uh, square meters. There's Masjid Tibali, there's uh, Masjid Marwari, Aqsa Qadim. There's the Dome of the Rock. So the entire place is known as the Al-Aqsa compound. So uh, it will be taken then as a masjid. So a person who are in uh, the menses, females, they are not allowed to enter that uh, actual compound, Masjid Al-Aqsa compound, in a state of height, in a state of menses. That would be violating the laws of Sharia. You know, walking around the compound, no problem. Going inside the compound, big problem. So no, it is not permissible. A person will be sinful for doing that, G. Uh, Mufti, is it uh, an innovation to recite Surah Baqarah after burying the deceased? No, it is not an innovation. In fact, it is mustahab, it is preferable, it is something very, very good to do. The narration comes in At-Tabarani, that uh, Rasulullah said that read uh, the beginning of uh, Surah Baqarah, uh, when you stand by the the head of the deceased, you know, and uh, read uh, Surah Baqarah, the end of it, when you stand by the feet uh, like that, a person can read uh, Surah Baqarah on behalf of the deceased, and of course you can uh, transfer the rewards of whatever you have recited also into the account of uh, the deceased. They call it Isali Sawab, uh, you know, that way a person transfers some of uh, the rewards of particular actions to the deceased people. So it is not an innovation, G. Uh, we only have one microwave at work uh, used by Muslims and non-Muslims. Is it permissible to warm one's food in it? Mufti? Yes, that is, that is regarded as a communal uh, microwave where Muslims, non-Muslims, etc. will be using it uh, to warm their respective uh, foods. You know, So some people will bring haram food substances, some people will uh, bring their halal food substances. If you are not able to clean it after the usage or the people hasn't cleaned it after warming their food in there, then you can seal your food completely and warm it in there as long as there's no cross-contamination, meaning other food particles from non-halal sources enters your uh, container, your uh, food warmer. So if you close it properly, you can warm it and then you can uh, use it, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Who gets a custody of the kids after judicial separation? Judicial uh, separation is just another term for a fasakh. So in a fasakh, uh, the mother will get custody of the son until the age of seven years old, and she will get custody of the daughter also until the daughter reaches uh, pu- uh, puberty, reaches bulur. Then, uh, you know, she, she will have the right to look after that uh, children, whilst the Husband or the ex-husband in this case will still maintain his children. He will still pay for education. He will still pay medical bills, food, etc., whatever the children uh, need. Then after the ch- children, uh, the daughter becomes uh, Bali, uh, reaches puberty, then uh, that right will go to the father. Similarly, after seven years old, the right of taking care and custody of uh, that uh, son will go uh, to the father, if the father wish uh, to do that, you know, if he wants uh, the custody to remain with the mother, then uh, they can consult and come to a mutual agreement so that she continues to take care of the children whilst he continues to support them uh, financially as well as emotionally. G. Can a married couple read the Hajjud Salah in Jama'ah? Yes, it is very, very good for a couple. Imagine two people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala joined in matrimony, that they stand up during the wee hours, the darkness of the night, 
and uh, they read Salat Tahajjud together. Uh, and uh, I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the endless bounties and blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon them. Couples should try this at least once, uh, you know, to show that uh, they are completely grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what better shafat than a couple praying together, you know, recognizing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is listening to them. And tahajjud is a sign of iman because no normal person will forsake his sleep to stand up during the darkness of the night unless he realizes, recognizes, and believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is omnipresent and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens to him. So that indeed is a clear sign of a very, very high iman. Uh, is it wrong uh, to gift my father a gift on Father's Day? Father's Day, Father's Day, Mother's Day, Murder's Day, so many days, Valentine's Day. A person should gift his father whenever he has the ability to give a gift to the Father. We shouldn't wait for these uh, so-called special westernized uh, days in order to recognize uh, the role and the importance of the fathers in our, or our fathers in our lives. You know, only when they're gone one day, then you're going to realize the value of your father and what qualities the father has imbibed in you. Your father is your actual hero. So spoil him while he is still alive. Give him whenever you have a chance. Uh, you know, don't wait. Don't just WhatsApp and uh, ask. Go visit uh, personally. Go visit physically and inquire about his well-being. Don't wait for these uh, uh, kufar non-Islamic days in order to show gratitude, appreciation, and thanks to your father, G. Uh, the brother says, yeah, it's my 10 years anniversary today. My appropriate gifts, uh, Mufti, what can I give? Allah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you uh, happy and married for another 50, 60, 70 years, inshallah. So see that Allah has brought you till here. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you that partner so that half of your iman can be completed. The rest of the half you should fear Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shower your wife would love, give her gifts. You know, it doesn't have to be an anniversary gift. Whatever is uh, uh, easy according to your means that spend on her because indeed the best person to spend on is that person that is in your matrimony, in your marriage, which is, of course, your wife. Remember, your wife is your true actual friend. If you get a puncture now or you're stuck along the road, your friends will come around They'll pass by and they will laugh at you, but your wife is the person that will jump up. She will push that car and she will yell in the sasku. So may Allah increase that love and uh, rahmah and mercy between you and your wife. Jazakallah khair. Absolutely brilliant morning and uh, jazakallah khair to all of you for your questions. Your parting words uh, this morning, Mufti Saab. Yes, uh, Shafat, I hope that uh, we meet up soon, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for this ummah. May Allah make it easy for all the hujjad. Also, jazakallah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Yusuf Asmal, brilliant engineering. And uh, yes, keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful programming. And a lovely Nasheed interspersed uh, coming up will be the 40 Daruds uh, uh, surah from the Noble Quran. And Mufti A.K. Hussein uh, will be giving uh, the uh, translation, yes, uh, of the Qudba from the Holy Lands. From the team and I, till we uh, meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, I don't forget uh, this afternoon, people. From 4.30 onwards will be the afternoon drive. Uh, yes, uh, by our brother Umar. Yeah, Umar. Alhamdulillah. And uh, yeah, he'll be taking you on a cool drive uh, this afternoon. From the team and I, till we meet you again. Now we bid you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.